you're listening to Marinate on That. Welcome to the Blame Game. I'm your host, Jessica Taylor. Blame seems to sneak up on us at any time. In the middle of a personal crisis or during an intense dispute, it's easy to blame. You will be surprised at how much you blame the next person. I mean, I lose my keys at least twice a week. And guess who gets the blame? My daughter. And why? Well, for one, she's there. But two, when I'm in a rush and in the process of looking for my keys, I always notice her shoe, her book, all up in the area where my keys need to be. The most common blame game, boyfriend versus girlfriend. It's his fault. He cheated or she was dishonest. She deserved it. Or what about the parent who abused drugs? It's your mother's fault. That's why you're in jail. Remember the time your boss fired you for your lagging performance? It's her fault though. She wasn't clear and never provided the proper training, right? All this confusion has now led you to be a cheating drug addict who can't obtain a job, right? Maybe. But owning up to your faults and understanding you have control of your destiny can and will change the dynamics of the outcome. Unfortunately, changing the negative to the positive can be tough. I'm pretty sure that most people have encountered a situation to either where they felt like the victim or was truly the victim. People who inflict stress or pain upon us are wrong, period. Recently, I was reading an article regarding accountability. Dr. Brene Brown, a research professor at the University of Houston, she stated that if we don't have to be accountable, then we don't have to be vulnerable. She goes on to say that people who blame have the tendency and grit to hold people accountable. And it's one of the reasons we miss our opportunity for empathy. Now that, Dr. Brene, is a very powerful statement. In fact, I personally believe that missing our opportunity for empathy can actually hinder our personal growth. I can admit now, in the past, holding on to anger was normal for me. Sooner or later, the negative energy only fed into my active conscious mind, and this was dangerous. The conscious mind is very powerful. It affects our mood. The conscious mind also affects our thoughts. It affects our judgment, also affecting our memories which we tend to forget. (laughs) The conscious mind can trigger emotions and enhances our vision. All these elements of the mind are affected while in current awareness. How serious is the conscious mind? Well, let me break it down. If you already have a problem, an issue, have a negative outlook regarding a specific person, based on your engagement with them, those feelings can stir up at any time, especially if you hear any mention of their name or if you happen to run into that person. This can cause anxiety and then all those memories of the pain just flare up in you and boom, now you're angry. (laughs) Dangerous thoughts can distract you from your purpose and can prevent you from discovering peace of mind. It's important to realize that most of us are seeking and on the journey of discovering who we truly are. Looking back, I criticized my ex-boyfriend for all my misery, like everything, but that wasn't fair. I blamed him for all my pain. Especially when the both of us made a decision to enter our relationship with major baggage and unresolved issues from the previous relationship. Indeed, not in detail, he caused sadness and yes, his choices were very wrong. On the other hand, my destructive reaction towards his mishaps led us both into a very negative space. In the end, the cold space unlocked the door to chaos, anger, and all kinds of unhealthy decisions. 
In this case, both parties lack self-love, in my opinion. In order to obtain self-love and self-worth, you must be observant and trust your intuition. So how can you reverse blame? What's the solution to not believing you are the victim? How can you obtain self-love? First, let me say it's difficult and it takes a certain level of maturity and discipline. But on the positive side, you become a greater and much genuine person. You must start change by acknowledging your shortcomings and your mistakes. In the center of that change, it's essential to trust your own feelings. Self-love requires you to listen, not to others, but listen and rely on your individual vision. Furthermore, a spontaneous emotional response to people, that's not always necessary or the best thing to do. Seeing that will open your eyes to unfair demands by others. Once you take the time to basically peep game, you are then able to respond maturely. Next, practice on building self-confidence. Look in the mirror and talk to yourself. And if you can't talk to yourself, then you are the crazy one. Ask yourself, how has this experience affected my growth? What are my abilities? What are my strengths? Stop focusing on your weaknesses. You've probably done that long enough. Start looking at what your strengths are and start thinking about how you can make the most of them in the things you choose to do. Then go back and ask yourself, what do I want to be doing with my life? Am I doing it? If I'm not, why not? What makes me feel fulfilled? From time to time, I have to check myself. When I get distracted, I have to go sit in my room. I look in the mirror and I ask myself, what is important to me today? Throw expectations out the damn window. Stop securing your self-worth on behalf of other people. It's gotta stop. If you try to live up to other people's expectations, struggle to find your self-worth. Unfortunately, many people live this way, making such choices as to what to study, what career to choose, where to live, and how many children to have, all based on expectations from parents, spouses, friends, and the social media. Be very cautious about taking advice from angry people. People who complain and blame others for their choices, choices they made in life and who actively inflict their distress or anger upon others they are dangerous they'll give you poor information advice incorrect details or they'll simply omit the information you know as far as that situation they're telling you about and they'll disregard all their mistakes surround yourself with those who are willing to guide you through life's common pitfalls those who deliver a healthy self-worth those who share their insight they actually will take the time to discover your journey with you your opinions or even your mind's visions can become your reality never let those thoughts to determine who you are as a person. If there are people who made or make you feel like shit, run. Seek positive confirmation in your life. Prove that they have mistaken who you truly are. With this in mind, break the chains of low self-esteem. Your self-worth should not be based on people's opinions. Stop playing the blame game and get over it. Easier said than done, but hey, it's worth it. Marinate on that. Thanks for listening to Marinate on That. Don't forget, visit JessicaTaylorNewLiving.com.